Hey guys, welcome to episode 7 of Operation PlayStation Powered by Audio Technica. I'm one of your hosts, Dash, along with my co-host, Mr. Jeremy Bratitich. How are you, dude? Very well, man. How are you? I'm doing well, man. You know, uh... It's a it's a PlayStation week. It's a very happy happy PlayStation week, I guess. Yeah. In a way, I feel um, like for the for the first time since I've joined the show, we have like a real we we will have a real chunk of PlayStation news very soon. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, it we really have been in a lull period since uh, you jumped on, and uh, but we're finally getting a state of play this week. Yeah. Which, which we will be talking about today as well. Um, and you know the. the it, Obviously, it's it's more or less exciting to talk about PlayStation this week because, like, the rumors are swirling and everything else and um, the potential of what titles Sony might announce this week at their state of play, which is this Friday for those listeners in Australia, Friday 6 a.m. Uh, Australia needs the standard time. Um, but, yeah, man, it, it really is such an exciting time for PlayStation. And uh, we'll be talking about that at, yeah, halfway through the show. We're going to have... Uh, the show's going to be structured a little different for listeners today. Uh, so it's very light on news um, yes. this week. Very light on news. Um, we'll be touching on some uh, some of the bigger news throughout the last fortnight, but um, pretty much the majority of the show, myself and Jez are going to be uh, talking about our predictions for the state of play. And I've also got some juicy tidbits that I've been told about that uh, I might dish out. So um, it's going to be very excited to, to touch on what might potentially be at the state of play this week. So other than that, guys, if you didn't know, this is Operation PlayStation, DashGamer.com's dedicated PlayStation podcast, where we dive deep and dirty and discover what the latest and greatest PlayStation have to offer in 2021. If you like what you hear today, make sure that you follow us over on Apple Podcasts, Anchor Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Jesus Christ. Give us those cheeky- Didn't say iTunes. I didn't. Didn't say iTunes. I didn't. Give us those cheeky five-star ratings. I, I had to think about it, and I was like, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. But I didn't say Anchor for Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. <laughs> Give us those cheeky five-star ratings. They surely help us out. And also catch the VOD over on DashGamer.com and on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit that bell. Give us a like. Leave us a comment. Make us your number one PlayStation destination in Australia. Jess, I'll jump over to you first. Any housekeeping? Yeah, we did a episode of Minimapcast. Um just literally recorded a couple hours ago. That should be actually going up tomorrow. We are going to be doing, uh, Kez and I are going to jump on and do a live reaction of the PlayStation Showcase on Friday morning, which will be fun. So you can look, watch that on twitch.tv forward slash Obi-Wan Jez or minimap.com.au forward slash live. It gets embedded there as well. Fantastic. Um, we're working on some game spoiler stuff as well. So we're going to try and worry work that podcast to come back. Nice. Um, we Kez and I might do a 12 minutes episode is the one we're looking at doing as well as um, Outer Wilds and Deathloop are the ones that are com- that are going to be coming up on the horizon. We are predicting, planning, wanting to do. Those are going to be the ones that we're going to be working out. So, yeah. Oh, awesome. No problem. Look, that you? sounds really good. Yeah, no. Um, well, I'll be, first of all, I'll be at, uh, I'll be watching you guys. Uh, I'll, I'll be alongside you guys watching uh 6 a.m. with a coffee in my hand, just uh, laughing along at what could be potentially uh, great or disastrous. So yep. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, I think it's going to be great, though. Uh, so do I. Considering from what I've been told. So, like, we'll see what happens. But for DashGamer.com, oh, boy, we've had a bit, uh, a bit of a busy fortnight unexpectedly. But uh, here is what we have. So, uh, from the top, the, uh, the Dark Pictures uh, Anthology House of Ashes preview. Thanks to the kind folk over at Bandai Namco. I've got a hands-on preview of that one. Um, it's an excellent, excellent horror uh, follow-up to uh, what has already 
uh, preceded in Dark Pictures. So make sure you guys check out our preview. Uh, no More Heroes 3 review, thanks to the kind folk over at Nintendo Australia. Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut review, thanks to the kind folk over at PlayStation Australia. The Xbox Show Episode 4 is now out with Tom and Diana of Attack on Geek. It is live on both dashgamer.com and on Attack on Geek. Make sure you check that out. Uh, Park Beyond preview, thanks to the kind folk over at Bandai Namco. I got an early look at it. Um, I was uh, It was a very interesting presentation, that's for sure. And it looks... It's by the same developers as Tropico 6, so it very much has a Tropico vibe to it, but also more like a uh, theme park uh, builder vibe to it. So, cool. Right, yeah, okay. Make sure uh, you guys check that one out. Uh, Super Nintendo Entertainment System is uh, celebrating its 30th anniversary. Well, it's in the realm of it between the, its Japan release to the Australian release, which is next year, but we're right in the midst of it, so I thought it would be appropriate to start celebrating it with... The Super Nintendo 30th Top 5 Games, uh, which is out right now. So make sure you guys check that out. Wanna check that one out. Uh, Greek Memories of Azure. Uh, thanks to kind folk over at 5 Star. Reviewed that one. Excellent game. Um, Rogue Legacy 2 review from uh, Ewan Hosey, who returns from a little bit of a hiatus. Um, Psychonauts 2 review. Thanks to kind folk over at Xbox. And 12 Minutes review. Thanks to kind folk over at Xbox. And uh, look out tomorrow morning for our review. As a, uh, yeah, tomorrow morning, not as a recording, as, as this goes live. Uh, Thursday morning, Tales of Arise review. Thanks to the kind of folk over at Bandai Namco. I've uh, been playing that. Excellent game. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm breaking embargo saying it, but who cares? Uh, <laughs> uh, Operation PlayStation Plus will have an extra. So, Operation PlayStation will have a plus episode this Saturday covering the state of play. So, make sure you guys are subscribed and ready because we'll have. Uh, a follow-up to our predictions and uh, our potential spoilers that we will probably see what comes up today out of fruition on the state of play. It'll be an interesting show. I'm very yeah. hyped for it. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, it's going to be excellent, man. Uh, so let's not waste any time, Jez. We're going to jump right into the news. Okay, Jez, the first bit of news that comes by way of Robert Ramsey over at Push Square says... Horizon Forbidden West release date set for February two, uh, 2022 on PS5 and PS4. Uh, forbidden out of 2021, he says. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, he says, Horizon Forbidden West got a surprise development update during Gamescom opening live 2021. While we didn't get to see any new footage, developer Guerrilla Games confirmed what we've all been thinking. The game won't make it out uh, this year after all. However, we did, we did get a defined release date. A, d a defined release date, yeah. Well, it's a definitive release date. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West launches on both PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 on February 18, 2022. Sony says that pre-orders will go live in just over a week, starting from second, starting from the 2nd of September. Uh, so for those uh, that were unaware, they obviously came out with a, a couple of collector's editions. Uh, JB Hi-Fi actually ended up getting the bigger exclusive out of like AB Games and usually EB yeah. one, yeah, to land the bigger exclusives, but there you go. Uh, so anybody who was lucky to get them, congratulations. I mean, well, like- Was not me. Was not me either, but I like, I wasn't intending to. Um, $400 for a collector's edition is, is too much, <laughs> is way too much. So yeah. I was like, I can, I can, I can live without it. I've got the, I got the original, which is if anything, just as rare. Um, because I looked at the, I looked at the collector's edition of Horizon Forbidden West and I was like, nice statue. Why the hell is Aloy smaller than an amiibo? Um, yeah, real little, right? It reminds yeah. me of like the, the Totaku 
Yeah. I was prepared earlier. The little, like these ones, but this one is like a good size yeah, that- for like, um, like a figure. Like this is like a genuinely good size for a figure. It's a little bit taller than most Amiibos. Yeah. Um, the 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 Aloy that comes in these collectors editions, they're t- it's tiny. And I was looking at it, I'm like, yeah. I don't I don't think that I want it because the main aim, the main attraction of any video game, honestly, is their protag- is the protagonist. And to have a, a statue without a detail like to have a figurine, if anything, that's not detailed within this collector's yeah. edition. I mean uh, uh, the enemy boss monster elephant thing that they've got in there that you ride. It's, cool. it's, it's like but it's yeah. it's yeah. nothing that I want. <laughs> so I was I was in the boat where I had got paid about four hours prior to that getting like shown off. Yeah, and I was like, hey, I got money to burn. When I like, I don't actually have that money to burn. Yeah, and so I'm glad I didn't do it. But like, <laughs> yeah, I was I was in that like I was in that space. Yeah, and, and but it's not it's not for anything. It's just if you're gonna do a collector's edition, I mean. The protagonist, especially yeah. Aloy, is the attraction here. Like, no yeah. offense, but this compared to what I have on my shelf, that like the really nice collector's edition Aloy that, you know, everybody kind of tripped over themselves to get. And I was lucky, I was fortunate that I got it uh, within time that, you know, scalpers weren't like, let's hike the price on these by like $500. Um, I was able to get my hands on one a couple of months after launch. Um, for just a little less, actually, uh, because obviously, you know, oh, it's a new game, whatever. But now that everybody wants one, it's going to hike that price. But this, as good as it looks, it's just not that appealing. So, cool to anyone who got their hands on it. Don't be an asshole. Don't scalp the game. Just bloody keep uh, it. Don't you? scalp. Don't yeah. scalp people. We've got enough of that these days. So, seriously. Uh, but um, I want to make an interesting point on this one. Yeah. No physical copy of the game in the collector's edition. Yeah. Is this the way I, of the future? Uh, so as you, like, you have worked in games retail, I have also worked in games retail. I, I did start to notice this towards the end of my tenure yeah. um, working in, in games retail. Um, I, I don't like it. Um, I, don't it I think it will become a way of the future but not like like and not all the way because i think at some point um games retail will actually uh not uh like we'll start to refuse to 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 sell these yeah because it, it goes against what a lot of them make a lot of their money from which is like pre-owned and and like reselling uh like like return games and stuff yeah. um so i think <clears throat> For the special editions, they're willing to like cop that because they're they're probably got a, a decent markup on the special editions, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think it's the way of the future in the retail space. Um, yeah. But at at what point is Sony going to start selling the collector's editions directly to consumer? Yeah. It's 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 weird. It's a weird one because they're selling this collector's edition with a steel case booklet for the disc, but you're just getting a code. Something yeah. tells me that we're going to see a lot of codes hit eBay on on the day because a lot of people will be like, I've got the collector's edition, but I want a physical game. I'll grab the yeah. physical game with it along, you know, so I have it in my disc, in my in my steel case cover as well. I'll chuck the code on eBay. What? Like, <clears throat> there is no point. It, it kind of it, it kind of goes against what 
PlayStation are doing in a way here. And, and it like, <laughs> it's just making the consumer do the work for the, like PlayStation themselves. And then afterwards, you know, uh, I guess in a way getting some money back, because obviously, you know, what they'll do is they'll buy that physical edition for cheaper than what they would get a digital code for. They'll be making some money back, essentially. So not not only will these people that buy collector's edition uh, could potentially scalp, they could make money off Sony by buying that physical edition, adding it and saying, don't worry, there's no code in this, but I'm reselling it to you brand new with the disc. I, I think what it's also doing is, like, companies like Sony would love an all-digital future. They would love oh, to yeah. ha- be able to... Uh, stop having to do disc manufacturing um, and would also love to be able to like cut out the, the like retail market because it's just, it's just not an added cost. Um, You know, for all the marketing that goes along with that stuff and you know, all of the work that it takes to actually get a game to store, like it's, it's a lot of work. And so I do wonder if they would want to set a precedent by saying, okay, all our collector's editions are no longer going to come with discs so that they can eventually start to say, well, we're just going to, do away with discs. I don't think that's going to happen soon, but it will happen eventually. And that way they can, uh, you know, which we will get to, that yeah. they can charge $10, uh, $10 every time they want to upgrade their console. Um, uh, they can, uh, you know, sell you another version of the game on the console that they want you to, like, like another version of the same game you already own on your new console. Yeah. Um, and just control uh their the market, games in every yeah. way yeah 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 let's uh let's segue perfect segue to this one uh so this one yeah. comes by way from sammy barker over push square who says uh sony will make you pay extra to upgrade horizon forbidden west from ps4 to ps5 now this is the original part of the article before we head into the next there's a connecting article here as well so the original uh part of the article says uh, the obscene nickel and diming from PlayStation continues after last month's uh dismally disappointing premium priced ghost of Tsushima port uh, despite insinuating last year that uh, Horizon Forbidden West will offer a free PS4 to PS5 upgrade, Sony's announced that, quote, dual entitlement, end quote, will be reserved to the more expensive digital deluxe collectors or Regala editions. Uh, that's the that's the one from JB, Regala edition, yeah. Uh, and not the standard or special editions. If this was EA, the publisher would be dragged through the dirt for this. We went back to the platform holder's PS blog post from last year where it announced both uh, sorry, we would announce the PS4 versions of Marvel, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Sackboy, a, uh, a Big Adventure, and Horizon Forbidden West. Here's what it said. So this is from last year when they announced these titles coming to PlayStation 5. Quote, the PS4 digital editions of the launch games include a free upgrade on both PS5 consoles, while the PS4 disc version of these will ga- of these games include a free upgrade on PS5 with Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive, end quote. So the... Launch games language is get out of so is the launch games part of it is the get out of jail free card here. Um, in an equally bizarre move, the expensive collectors and regala editions come with steelbook cases with no disc inside. That's right. The manufacturer notes that a download code for the game will be supplied via voucher in the box. Yeah. So we we covered that we covered that part. Um, so before we jump in, let let's just pretend for a second that there was. Not, no follow-up here. Sure. <laughs> what are your quick thoughts? 
far out, man. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like, there wasn't no, enough enough of this during the Ghost of Tsushima release. Come on, <laughs> no upgrade path. Like, what are you doing over there? It they, it's a uh, the worst it's a thing. home run. It's a home run. You. You do the thing that you that other people have done that worked. Your PlayStation. Yeah. This is this is one of the worst like in terms of public relations, I'd be sitting there and going, Who the fuck is making that decision? <laughs> like It's such an own goal. Yeah. This is a Jim Ryan move. There is yeah. no doubt in my mind that bloke sat yeah. there and said, How am I gonna make more money off this? How am I gonna get my Christmas bonus? You know? It just it just screams right now of uh, capitalism, and we know yeah, it's it's yeah. nickel and diming, like Robert Ramsey said at the beginning of the article. It's just like trying to get every cent yeah out of everybody at all times. Like how like how could you like coming off the the back of Ghost of Tsushima director's cut and the reception. Poor reception, mind you, that it got uh, charging. Like, yes, the game was critically acclaimed for being gorgeous once again. But it was poorly received because PlayStation were making people pay $49 for an upgrade for a game, almost full price for a game, like a full price tag for a game that we've already played on previous hardware. Yeah, sure, it was PlayStation 4 hardware and, you know, this is an upgrade to PlayStation 5, yada, yada, yada. But... The point is here, $50 for an upgrade, for a graphical upgrade, is abysmal. Abysmal. $10, you could have gotten away with. $20, stretching it. $50 for DLC content that that's like minimum three hours long, maximum five, and a graphical upgrade. Give me a break. Those things there, they're usually worth $25. Yeah. Yeah. That just... Do you have anything to follow up before we move on? Oh, just like it—it's just such an unforced error. Um, this and I like. Nah, that's yeah, it. It yeah. just it just mind mind-boggling. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Let, let let's move yeah. to the update that came through from PlayStation themselves. So, uh, this one comes from Bo DeVries over at PlayStation Blog, uh, and they say update. Pre-order Horizon Forbidden West now collectors uh, now collectors edition and uh, digital editions details. So uh, they this is an, an actual update quote. This is actually from Jim Ryan himself. So this is the quote. Thursday was said to be a celebration of. So <laughs> the language he's using here already is just like let's just throw it out of here. You guys spoiled it. You guys absolutely fucked it up for me. But here we go. <laughs> this yeah. this Thursday. Uh, sorry, Thursday was said to be a celebration uh, of Horizon Forbidden West and the amazing team at Gorilla working to deliver it <laughs> February 18th, 2020. Two 40 listeners. Chess is just like sitting there pouting. <laughs> like, this like, was my celebration. <laughs> my celebration of money. You ruined my birthday. <laughs> However... <laughs> It's abundantly clear that the offerings we confirmed in our pre-order uh, kickoff missed the mark. No shit. No shit. Anyway, last year we made a commitment oh, to deliver free upgrades for our cross-gen launch titles, which included Horizon Forbidden West. While the pandemic's profound impact pushed Forbidden West out of the launch window we initially envisioned, we stand by our offer. 
players who purchase Horizon Forbidden West on PlayStation 4 will be able to upgrade the, to the PlayStation 5 version for free. Uh, he goes. He goes on. I also want to confirm today that moving forward, PlayStation first-party cross-gen titles, a newly released releasing on PS4 and PS5, both digital and physical, will offer a ten-dollar digital upgrade option from PS4 to PS5. Uh, this will apply to the next God of War and Gran Turismo 7 and other exclusive uh, cross-gen PS4 to PS5 title published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. So this is them like benevolently giving everybody the chance to upgrade their um, horizon and then saying like and then be able to claim when people are rightfully so going hey so really have to spend 10 bucks to upgrade my game when like you know god of war or, or gt7 comes out they're gonna say hey look that's old news we announced that back in you know september of 2021 before to read our press release back then <laughs> i'm just that 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 statement was so insincere like it, it felt like it came from a robot uh, begrudgingly typing. Yeah, he really was. You could feel it. You yeah. could feel the anger in that. St- you could feel just that. Yeah, you're right. You could feel the benevolence in that statement. You could feel just the the hatred coming out from Jim Ryan in that state, like money. And it's it, it to follow it up with, hey, okay, fine, we'll let you have Horizon for free. But I'm telling you now, when God of War and Gran Turismo Seven hit, you're going to pay for it. And it's like we didn't need to know that now jim thanks for your statement thank you for apologizing that you were quote off of the mark let's be honest here though it, it it's kind of scummy for you to even mention it at all yeah. shut up like if i was honestly hey uh pr uh for, for playstation right now i'd be pulling out my hair like whatever hair i have left because seriously it's it's I just sit there and I'll read this statement and I'm like, I would be like, Jim, what the fuck, man? You can't, you can't be like berating our, uh, berating our audience, basically reprimanding them, essentially saying this was supposed to be a celebration this Thursday and you guys ruined it. It really yeah. felt like that. It felt like he was telling us off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm at, a, um, I'm, I'm at a loss. Yeah. It's like. And especially as well, like we sometimes will forget because we're lucky enough to have a PS5. Um, there are folks who don't. And so they are buying a PS4 game, yeah. which they're not going to be able to play the PS5 version of that game yeah. when they can eventually get their, you know, stock levels are still like invisible at the moment. Yeah. Um, they're still incredibly hard to find. Yeah. And, you know, imagine being lucky enough to actually get one like right after Horizon comes out, it goes, oh, well, like, let me, uh, let me go and buy my, uh, let me go and test out my new console with this Horizon game, which looks amazing. Yeah. Let me throw it in there. Oh, I, I can't upgrade. I have to buy the game again. And, yeah. you know, and then going, okay, well, like going forward, you're still going to have to pay the 10 bucks. It's not like it's out not of every work. company, out of every company, they can afford to be one of the ones that to not do that. Um, like, this this is the only place you have to do that. It's really showing his ignorance. It it really is. He's he's neglectful, honestly, as a leader. He's neglectful as someone who doesn't give a shit about gamers in a way. He comes out on 
these data players are like, oh, we're for the gamers and everything. Yeah, all right. But hold on a second. You just almost charged us uh, full price for a game that came out last year. And now you want to charge us again for what? Yeah. The same game, the same experience yeah. without load times. Big shit. Yeah. It, it, it's the fact that now you're being negligent, ignorant. You're being a massive dick about it. Um, and then I look over at Xbox and they're like, hey, did you pay 10 bucks for Game Pass? Guess what? You also get the upgrade day one for free on Game Pass, by the way, guys. Game Pass. And it's like, I just spent $120 on Horizon Forbidden West and you guys aren't offering a free upgrade? Get yeah. stuffed. Yeah. And it's it's going to become, um, you know, like they've said, the $10 upgrade is going to apply to games like the next God of War and GT7. Um, when God of War comes out, if you buy it on PS4 and then you want to play the PS5 version and you pay that $10, you could also look at Game Pass and say, well, for $5 more, I could have all of these games or I can have a better version of the game that I already bought. Yeah. Um, it's, mis- it's, just, it's, it's mismanagement. It's two different games. It's just two different games. There's mismanagement in marketing, and it's obvious. There is mismanagement happening all over the joint right now, and it's starting to show. This is on PlayStation 3 levels of mismanagement. This is the kind of thing that allows them... Yeah, yes, actually. like This is the kind of thing that will allow them to uh, go into the next generation of consoles, the PS6 or whatever, um, no longer being like the, the industry frontrunner. It'll be um, Xbox. Like, yeah, it'll, it'll be Xbox um, because they're just making all the right moves. And, yeah. you know, like there's, there's that thing about forever flipping in between like one or the other because one necessarily have a lot of goodwill and some, the other one washes it away because they you know, they realize they can make even more money. Um, yeah. And it is a, it's a cycle. Um, but you start, you it, start, it, start expo- it starts to expose the greedy people within this industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it would, it's like, it still feels like it's so easy to not do that. Um, yeah. It just requires, you know, the heads of the companies to not make as much money, but still make an, a, an extraordinary amount. Like, I, don't get me wrong. I understand that Jim Ryan has his superiors to answer to. And I also understand that in Sony, like within Sony, PlayStation are the front runners that are making money. Like they're bringing sure. the bread home for PlayStation, for Sony at the moment. None, not Absolutely. TVs. Uh, I mean, like, you know, when, when they, when they got rid of their Veo line, uh, you know, it was, it was blatantly obvious that that wasn't working out for them. Um, their cameras do okay. Their cameras, yeah, their the cameras are, are pretty good, actually, to be honest. I want to mm. get one. But um, yeah. the problem is PlayStation are the front runners for Sony at the moment, and they know it, and they know that's where they're bringing, you know, th- that's the bread that's the bread runner. So, like, it's like, man, it just, it, it feels so, I'm so worried for PlayStation's future in this kind of capacity because. If this if this is exposing how they're going to run their company going forward, look, I don't see Jim Ryan staying there long. That's the thing. I I know that he's there to make his money and then boot because it's obvious. Yeah, like I mean, when which we will get into we'll get into in a second um, next, <laughs> anyway. But like, uh, good segues in this episode. I know, right? um, yeah. Uh, like the whatever power struggle happened between like the Sean Layden camp and the the Jim Ryan camp and I'm assuming like I, I I don't know this as 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 
fact or anything, but yeah. I'm assuming Andrew House was sort of caught up in that as well. Yeah, probably. Um, it 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 shows that there was there were two directions the company could have gone. Well, it was no coincidence um, that Andy House left around the same time, anyway. I, I want to say it was a year earlier, wasn't yeah. it? Like a year. Oh, like, he, but the thing is, he would have known. Yeah, to- he absolutely would have known. And the reshuffle included, you know, like moving Shuyashida to um, like head of, yeah. Um, like th- there was a at some point there was a fork in the road of which one are we going to go down, and they went down the one that. And, and, and I feel like it fits your narrative of how Sony are outputting only AAA titles these days and aren't looking. And obviously with the shutdown that we talked about last episode of, you know, all their Japanese studios now, Sony are becoming a westernized, oh, sorry, PlayStation are becoming a westernized uh, gaming manufacturer. They're, yeah. not, they're not really seeking anything outside of uh, uh, North America. Yeah, like the, the big high budget, um, you know, prestige titles that they, that, they put, and they, yeah. and that they're good at. Like, don't get me wrong, they're amazing at them, yep. um, but that seems to be all that they make. Let's jump into the next one, which we alluded to. This one comes by way of Wesley LeBlanc over at IGN, or LeBlanc, whichever you say, at IGN, uh, who says, former PlayStation boss Sean Layden reveals he left the company to avoid burnout, as he says. Uh, so he's, uh, Wesley says, uh, former PlayStation boss Sean Layden has finally revealed why he left the company almost two years after his departure. Uh, PlayStation abruptly announced on September 30, 2019 that Layden had left the company after 32 years with Sony. The company didn't reveal why Layden had departed. PlayStation simply said that he was leaving and that he'll be greatly missed, and Layden himself has remained quiet on the subject. Uh, Now, almost two years after his departure, Layden has revealed uh, in an interview with Bloomberg that he left PlayStation to avoid burnout and to put a good pin in his legacy at the company. Quote, it's a young person's activity, Layden said. I felt that I felt this is a good time to put a pin in my legacy. <laughs> Layden explained uh, that in the years leading up to his departure, he had helped the company release some of its highest rated games of the entire PS4 generation. He noted Horizon uh, Zero Dawn and God of War to Bloomberg. He said leaving PlayStation... Uh, when he did, which happened to be the year before the start of PlayStation 5 generation, came down to good timing. Uh, he goes on, quote, This seemed like a good time to step off on top and allow other, another generation to take the PlayStation 5 uh, to, to market, Layden said. Sorry, I just had to hang up on the phone there. Uh, or else I would come through on the speaker there. Uh, Bloomberg, <laughs> Bloomberg asked uh, Layden if his departure had anything to do with the current PlayStation boss, Jim Ryan, and in light of rumors that the two didn't gel. Uh, the publication writes that Layden, quote, wouldn't get into the specifics there, but uh, that Layden simply answered, quote, I think it took, uh, I took my time at the moment. I saw uh, best to take it, and I couldn't be happier. I mean, that says it all, really. <laughs> yeah, it does. It really, really does. I, I, I'm in the belief, I really am in the belief that um, he knew there was going, there was a major shift, and it was coming very soon, and he was going to be forced out. And essentially, what that was more along the lines was his superiors, and and you know, again, this is the thing: they were looking for money. They're looking for money. They're looking for money from play. They're looking for more money. They want to roll that money train so hard on PlayStation right now to roll the. They want to be rolling in the big bucks again. So they have expend, expendable 
uh, monetary value so that PlayStation can exceed beyond Xbox or yeah. whoever their competition are, whether it being gaming or other hardware. Yeah. But the fact yeah. that it's not like the, the fact that they're going through uh, leaders and also kind of making those sacrifice. I don't know how to put it. They're basically rotting uh, the market so that they can make money back. It's almost an investment in this way. Uh, they're investing in fans and fandom of PlayStation and gaming. And it's hard because we sit here and we go, PlayStation are a good brand. I don't know about that anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's... I, like uh, PlayStation have done a really, really good job at developing their like 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 you said like their brand and like the the cult around them um mm-hmm. and and that is uh you know in part of like the the PlayStation 4 was so instrumental to that um the yeah. beginning of that console and the lead up to that console because that was when Xbox were making like you know mistake after mistake and don't get me wrong like the, the like that brand existed prior to that you know the PS1 and the PS2 back to back is like a really really good one to hit mm-hmm. um you know, the PlayStation 1 was massive. PlayStation 2 obviously was one of the biggest consoles in the world. Yeah. Um, and, like, they, they they did majorly misstep with the PS3, especially at the beginning. And it, it hurt them. Mm. Um, and that was, like, really, really obvious. Um, they were on the back burner. But they, they really, like, they stuck to, I think, what made... Like they went back to their roots. They looked at like what what as a as a PlayStation fan were you into? Yeah. What what means a lot to you as a PlayStation fan? And they looked at that and they put all that into the PS4, which is why when the PS4 launched, like there wasn't a whole lot of games at launch, but it was the promise of a console that would deliver a PlayStation experience. Yeah. Um, and they were like. Honestly, they were still figuring out what that meant at that time, um, yeah. but they found it. Um, and, you know, th- when looking back on, like, that generation, like, it's, like, one of the greats. Um, yeah. Like, there were so many incredible games on the PS4. Yeah, I agree. Um, and the, them having the, like, one of, uh, the, the, there was, a, uh, there, was been, there have been reports um, about one of the words used to develop the PS5 um, when they were talking about what they wanted to make um, going forward. And one of those words was legacy. Yeah. Um, and like, that is a great word you want to use when you want to do things about, like you want to look back at your roots. You want to go, okay, what made, what, pe- what, what makes people love the PlayStation brand? What could we do to make people love the PlayStation band brand? Mm-hmm. But the PS5 doesn't actually have any of that. Yeah, that's um, right. And you just said it. The word was legacy, right? Yeah, where what legacy are you showing? That you can't yeah. you can't use any of their legacy title, like other than PlayStation Four. You can't you, you can't run anything that's legacy unless you're in North America and have PlayStation Now, and even then, that's a shit service. Totally, and so then like the this whole you know them trying to really really try and get out of their fans what they can. You can see Sean Lane was very important to the PlayStation 4's cycle and he was the front of that of that company for a good long while. Yeah. Um he was the one on stage at at E3. He was the one that was doing interviews, talking to developers, talking to um the press uh, and you know really making that um 
uh, that call to the fans saying like, hey, like we are PlayStation and we know we are PlayStation. Like come and be PlayStation with us. Yeah. Um, and like, <laughs> I don't get any of that from Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. You, you get you get none of that from Jim Ryan. It, and it, it's it, just corporate to be spin. fair, he's not trying to be like he's not like he's not on stage going, "Hey, it's Uncle Jim Ryan. I'm here to <laughs> I'm here to schmooze you over. No. Look, I've got a I've I've got a <laughs> no, no, but, but that, that's a like, thing. Like, Plasto like, shirt under my blazer, right? Like none of that. No, but what, see, that's a thing. Like what you were saying, Plasto. <laughs> What you're saying is on the money because they don't want it anymore. That That is what yeah. I believe. PlayStation- it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Sony have put Jim Ryan into this position because they knew what they were getting. They wanted the stoic, robotic nature, the uh, delivery of uh, a corporate yes man. They wanted a uh, yes man, at least. They, they wanted somebody who was going to make it clear, I'm not your friend. I'm a business guy. I'm running a business here. Forget about that. I'm only going to tell you that I love games for the sake of appeasing you in some regard. So you got to smile when you sit there and shut the fuck up and watch our state of play. And, and they don't have to make that call to fans anymore because they have everybody. Um, Thanks are, to I, Sean Layden. Yeah, and like, and you know, I'm, I'm. We both know it is more than just one person. It is not just Sean Layden, oh, but yeah. like he was, he was instrumental to a lot of that stuff, at yeah. least from the outside. Yeah, and uh, uh, that Andy, obviously, uh, yeah, Andy House, Adam Boys, Shuhei Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all, all, all of those, all of those folk. They uh, like we don't see them anymore. Um, and you know, three out of those four have left. Yeah. Um. So, like, you look at that company and they don't have to do those call to fans anymore because I'm, I've spoken to people who have said that they want to buy a PS5 and they don't actually know what games they want to buy on it. And that's just because it is, one, it's in really high demand, mm. and two, because it's a new shiny thing and it's been a hot minute since people have gone out and done that. And it's exciting to get new hardware and that's fine. Yeah. But they know that they still have a gigantic amount of demand for this product that no one can get and they can they can just sit on that exactly they can they can do nothing and sit on that for yeah. a long long while yeah yeah so it it, it really is we're, we're in a we're in a really weird time with playstation where they seriously need to kind of uh, there's i don't know if reevaluate is the word but I feel like reevaluation is something that they could co- contemplate at least when uh, putting out a statement that says, guys, guess what? Horizon Forbidden West, fuck you. You're going to pay the whole price again. It's just like, okay, fa- fair enough, Mr. Jim Ryan, that we get to pay $10 on top of uh, what we already paid for the PlayStation 4 version of, you know, God of War and Gran Turismo. But understand that now wasn't the time to tell us that. Understand that now was the time to roll back, appease your audience, and not turn around and say, I'm going to be a greedy mongrel here and just tell you that, hey, $10 on top. Yeah, like, there, there is a, like, stop raising the barrier to entry to your products. Yeah, it wasn't, appro- um, it wasn't appropriate. No. No, definitely not. Um, we're going to move on to the next one. This one comes by way of Shannon over at Press Start, who says, Alan Wake remastered looks to be coming later this year. Uh, he goes on. Alan Wake Remastered was first rumored when it leaked on the Epic Games Store's database earlier this year, but we now have more information about the game courtesy of a Taiwanese retailer. According to the listing, the the upgraded version of the game will release 
on October 5th for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series S, uh, X, and well, I guess S in a way, yeah. Um, so there is a couple of tweets here from Warrior64. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII Remake listing found on Epic Game Store backend, uh, as well as an Alan uh, Wake Remastered. So we knew that like Final Fantasy Remastered was going to uh, eventually yeah. uh, end up on PC anyway. But yep. And Alan Wake has been rumored for a very, very long time. Yes. And obviously, you know, Remedy have uh, had full intention to uh, do a remake of the title for quite a while. Um, yeah. Are you excited about this one at all? Yes. Um, Because I think that Remedy make really interesting things. Mm. And Alan Wake... uh, So I've I've only played a very small amount of Alan Wake, but I've I've watched a lot of it because when that game came out, I was was a baby and I was too scared. Um, (laughs) It... it, I I think it's neat and I think it's the kind of project that they could do something really, really cool with. Um, And, like, they obviously, you know, revisited with like in whatever capacity they did with that control DLC. Um, I think it's, it's a good size project for them to take another swing at and, and really, really get like something, something decent out of it. Do you think that if control never made it out, we wouldn't be seeing an Alan Wake? Yes, I think that's correct. Yeah. It really did kind of push it. It really helped uh, push it to like, it made it manifest essentially. Like, if there was no control, there'd be no Alan Wake remaster for sure. And if anything, I, I believe that um, coming off the bat, uh, back of a, a remaster, we could potentially see a follow up and a continuance yeah. in its uh, in its franchise. This is this is absolutely what that is. Yeah. Um, this is such a like. For anyone who is not familiar with Alan Wake in the past, yeah, we got this for you. Um, hey, keep it in your mind. Yeah, it'll be interesting I- to play it again. I do remember playing it. You know, over just over a decade ago now, or yeah, just over a decade ago now, I, I thought it was a great title. Um, am I interested in a possible franchise reboot? Uh, I wouldn't say absolutely, but yeah, sure. Um, creatively, it was a, a unique experience. Wouldn't, right. wouldn't say that it was necessarily something at the time that was groundbreaking. Um, it did hold a legacy strong enough to have fans want it come back and also definitely uh, have it involved within Control because I could have seen Control continue uh, its own legacy or franchise or whatever, but Alan Wake, yeah, okay, yeah I can dig it. So. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, final news tidbit. Yes, we're doing uh, we're ending news early so we can get into our predictions. This one comes by way of Liam Croft over at Push Square, who says, Cyberpunk 2077, dev cast out. <laughs> I can't believe I'm reading this. Cyberpunk 2077, dev cast out over PS5 version launching this year. Why am I still reading about Cyberpunk? This game, like, let me let me just. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven developer City Project Red has cast some doubt over whether it can still uh, release the native PlayStation five version of its RPG. Oh, sorry, of its latest RPG this year. Since the original release on PS four, a better version for current gen consoles has always been targeted at uh, targeted targeting a launch at some point in the second half of twenty twenty one. However, speaking as part of the company's H1 2021 results uh, call reported by VGC, uh, Mikhail Nowakowski, I believe that's how you say it, 
I could be wrong. Uh, explained that while the team is still aiming to launch the PS5 version this year, the production schedule could easily change. Uh, he said, quote, the target is to release the next-gen version of Cyberpunk 2077 late this year. At some time, keeping in mind the lessons we have learned during the past year and taking into account that this project still remains in development, we can't say with full, certain, full certainty that the production schedule will not change. Uh, Nowakowski then goes on to state that the PS5 version of The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, which is being developed by Saber Interactive, is actually in the very same situation. Or say, same position, same thing. Uh, targeting a release this year, but promises cannot be made. Quote, as with Cyberpunk 2077, our goal is to release that game, uh, game still in late 2021. However, similarly, uh, the development process is ongoing and we cannot be absolutely dead certain that the release schedule will not change, end quote. Of course, COVID-19 continues to impact the development of games as studios work from home. <laughs> okay, all right, look. I will give the bloke uh, a little bit of praise here because he said the right thing, which is we, f- we stuffed up when we launched the first round of Cyberpunk. We've learned our lesson. We're not ready to rush this. However... Yeah. How and there's a big however. <laughs> when they want the game on shelves and a deadline is placed upon them, that deadline will be met because they have stakeholders and shareholders to answer to. And if that game is not on shelves by the time that they want it on shelves, <laughs> there's gonna be monetary ramifications. I think that anybody who has any 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 vested like like financial interest in 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 uh, City Project, Project Red. Red, I think they would know to try and avoid doing that again. Um, you would hope one one would hope uh, for the sake of the people working on those games that 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 this would not happen. Um, of course. That might happen again because it turns out some people are just morons, yeah. um, and they that that could easily happen. Um, <clears throat> but I think I think the fact that he's saying or he's already willing to say we can't promise anything um, means that they have a go ahead to push it back if they need yeah. to. Yeah. Um, and like Saber Interactive, they're not owned by CD Projekt Red, are they? No, they're 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 outsourced, I believe. Yeah, so like, and that that'll be its own thing. So they'll have their own, like, internal like uh, people to answer to as well. Um, yeah. Look, yeah, they're they're based in Florida. They're it's been outsourced. Yeah, take your time, get it right. What well, we're talking about, The Witcher here, they have to. Like this yeah, is not this no, is not something yeah. this is not something they can fuck up. This is The Witcher Three. Yeah. If they fuck up The Witcher Three. Like, this is the funny thing. People already love that game. Oh, oh! look, The Witcher 3 was ported to the Switch. Yeah. And even then, it, it was a mixed reception, but it wasn't, like, that it was necessarily crap. Like, people yeah, didn't shit just, on it. Yeah, it's just the Switch's hardware is just, just Incapable. a lot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Don't fuck this up, because this is The Witcher 3. This is something that people hold just near and dear to their hearts, and if they fuck it up just as bad as they fucked up Cyberpunk, Boy. This this is the only reason there's a Netflix show. This yeah. game. Yep. Yep. 
Like, without this game, that show wouldn't have been made. This, this, it could have the potential of being a PR disaster, once again, if it gets pushed before it is playable. Yeah. So, yeah. but in terms of Cyberpunk, oh my God, that we're still talking about Cyberpunk this late in the year. Um, good that they're holding off on it. It's bullshit that we're still waiting for it after an, an initial release, which shouldn't have happened. I mean, like, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I think us still waiting for it now is like, okay, fine. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, totally. Like, the the full version of the game should be coming out now, right? The original version of the game. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, it's available on PlayStation again, like after... Pff, it is. Yeah. Um, but the, the fact that... Um, With a warning. <laughs> exactly. Hey, are you buying Cyberpunk? Know what you're getting into here. It's game yeah. top garbage. Just putting yeah. it out there. <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah. You got a you got a base PS4. Wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, exactly. You uh, don't want this one. Well, we'll see what happens when it eventuates. If it actually eventuates in the last half of 2021, highly doubtful. They'll push it to 2022. Yeah, yeah. Like what you're hearing today. Be sure to follow all Dash Gamer podcasts on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify by simply typing dashgamer.com into the search bar of your favorite podcast provider. And don't forget to check out our gaming, anime, and pop culture-related news on dashgamer.com. Now back to the show. All right, Jez, it's predictions time. So uh, this is exciting because usually we don't do these kind of things, but... um, I f- like we felt like since it is a, a, a monumental occasion uh, that finally getting a state of play and getting some actual beef to the show, uh, we want to um, we want to actually do some uh, predictions. So um, I don't know how we'll, 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 I'll, I'll let you start off with them. So what we'll, I'll explain okay. everything first. Um, we ha- we both have three predictions and two what what jez likes to call and we'll probably call this what it is now a pie in the sky uh, predictions so yeah. uh we only we initially had one but then jez was like oh, i got two and i was like yes yeah, so why <laughs> so we, we wrote them down like i was trying to think of something that could happen and i thought of another thing that will not happen and i was like oh this will be funny yeah exactly so um for the sake for the for the sake of vanity <laughs> more than anything we will score them one point each and so then we'll come back to uh, this on our episode this Saturday on PlayStation, uh, PlayStation Operation PlayStation Plus, uh, where we will review the state of play and uh, talk about it. But um, yeah, it should be interesting. So Jez, I'm going to hand it to you for your first prediction and why. So this this is a, this is it's one it's one big prediction. Yeah. Um. So. I I know our scoring system is rigid and will not be will not bend for anyone. No. Um, but it might bend depending on how this prediction goes. Yeah. So, a little while ago, for those not aware, um, PlayStation put out a graphic mm-hmm. on their social media accounts, um, saying that they were going to be acquiring uh, a studio known as Blue Point. <laughs> um, when they meant to tweet out a graphic saying that they were acquiring Housemark. Um, and a, also, this in, is an easy out. <laughs> this this is not the full prediction. This is not okay. the full prediction. Okay, okay. We know that's in the pipeline somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't make a graphic. You don't you don't draft a tweet. Yeah. Without like some indication from higher up that hey, this is probably going to happen. You want might want to get ready. Yeah. But blue point, 
uh, making Silent Hill the remake. You still don't think it's Blue Box? No, Blue Box doesn't exist. That that that, that, that <laughs> game is a, it's a phantasm. It is it is a cloud. I don't know. You can see it, and then when you go and touch it, it disappears from your hand. <laughs> so you we're think, never going to um, see abandoned ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so you really think that um, Blue Point are actually making a Silent Hills game? I thought there was going to be Team Bluebird. I can dream. <laughs> um, look, I have I, a dream. I, I, I think I, I don't know, right? Because I also saw that report that said it was them, but also I really hope it's, it's like, it, okay, my, my actual prediction is yep. that they're, they're acquiring uh, Bluepoint and um, they're working on a Konami product. Um, I, don't, I don't know what that is. That will either be Silent Hill, it'll either be Metal Gear Solid, a remaster, remake, or it'll be Castlevania. Um, it's like my my heart is set on it is one of those three. Um, be, like based on their you know cryptic tweets that they put out ages ago, um, and that Konami don't make video games anymore, and yeah. that like this would be a good fit. You can make a virtual pachinko machine, and Konami be uh, a, certainly a later. But I don't know if they make those though, or do they outsource those as well? <laughs> so question. Uh, about regarding if it is a Metal Gear remake, though, if yeah. Sony uh, do have uh, if Sony have acquired Bluepoint and Bluepoint are developing Metal Gear, do you think Sony will reach out to Kojima for any creative input? Uh maybe a, like a cursory email. Yeah, maybe um, like a you know where he leans in the door and goes, "Oh yeah, good job." Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't think he's going to have any active development with it because he's, he's too busy doing his other stuff. Um, mm. And, and I, I think, I think he, personally, I think he, he would have that door closed as well. Mm. That being said, he did make that weird like Metal Gear th- part of that trailer from, that, from the Death Stranding director's cut. So I actually don't know. Yeah, um, but I don't think it alludes like, to... No, I don't think yeah. it alludes to anything either, but like, you know, he, he knows to, to look at his own legacy occasionally as well. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm honestly not too sure. Mm. Um, I don't think you'll be actively involved in the development at all. Yeah, it, it'll be an interesting one. I, I, but I'm definitely, I, I'm with you on. I think you're you're safe. It's a safe bet on your blue point yes. acquisition. Uh, I don't know about the rest though, like Silent Hill, um, or the Metal Gear, maybe, maybe. So like, like, but okay. So we know that they're going to acquire Blue Point at some point, but I feel like they wouldn't announce it in the PlayStation Showcase without. Something to follow uh, with it, yeah. Something to go along with it, right? Like, would they? Would nah, they it would have been a tweet, like they they uh, when they acquired um, yeah. what call it? Uh, I'm lost here. Bloody uh, housemark, housemark. Yeah. So, 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 are you saying that they they are only either going to tweet it or they're going to like? Do you think we see Blue Point at all? Yes. Okay. Will they have a game to show off uh, with this? Yeah. What what, okay. what is it? You you, you could be right. right. You could be right. So okay. Okay. I'll move on to my first one. Yes, and this one is a safe bet. I think that, um, and I'll be honest with you. So okay, for, uh, full disclosure: there are some leaks <laughs> that I have been told, um, and I will talk about those after we're done with our predictions. Um, 
But this has got nothing, what I'm about to say has got nothing to do in terms of, or no influence of what I have written here in my predictions. So another domain just for full disclosure. That's right. Um, so uh, the first one is a God of War extended trailer. Um, I think okay. that this one is, it's time. It's time for them to show off something. Um, I don't think there's going to be gameplay. I think it's more of a cinematic, just to kind of show off, hey, look, here's Kratos and. Uh, we'll get a name and his kid. Um, you know, yeah, exactly. We'll get it. Well, well it's, it's Ragnarok. Everybody knows it's Ragnarok. Like Sony even put a fan-made graphic in. What? What do you mean? You're shaking your head. Sony put a fan-made graphic in their own. Well, okay, fine, Mister Noodle. What do you think it is? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's not going to be Ragnarok because every time they've put out a press release or they put out the trailer, they just call it the new God of War. But they the can't call God it the War. new God of War. <laughs> No, but that's because they haven't finalized the name yet. But um, if, the, if it was going to be called Ragnarok, they would have just called it Ragnarok. Even in that statement put out by Jim Ryan, he's like, the next God of War and Gran Turismo 7. So you, don't think, it, okay, so you don't think it's Ragnarok? No. I do. I think it's, I, I think it's Ragnarok. There's just too many rumors yeah. that suggest it. Um, yeah, I know. I know. And because like, you know, it's had a Ragnarok and is coming in the trailer and like, yeah, like yeah. they use that fan-made graphic and stuff like that. But like, that's, I think they had to come out and say it's a fan-made graphic because they actually didn't want to announce that it was called Ragnarok, Ragnarok. because it's it's, cause it's not called Ragnarok. Yeah, probably not. Okay. So I'll still put my, you know, I'll still uh, put my chips in and say it's Ragnarok, but okay, yeah, I still do think we will see an extended cinematic trailer of God of War. If we do get gameplay, hey, that's a plus. But uh, the game's far off. We won't see this game until Christmas 2022, at, le- at least Christmas 2022. If we're lucky, if if we're lucky, if anything, I'm I'm going to say 2023 um, at this point. Yeah. At this juncture, because there hasn't been any news. If yeah. because they said 2021, they kind of put themselves in, a, in between a rock and a hard place. They dated it wrong, like wrongfully. You know, that's the Naughty Dog mistake. Um, Yeah, yeah, this game's not coming out until at least February 2023. Um, But we will get uh, an extended look. I'll I'll let you go for your second one. My second one. Mm -hmm. We finally see what Fumito Ueda and T-Micro have been up to since the release of The Last Guardian. (laughs) Um, You laugh. I do, because (laughs) The Last Guardian You laugh at me. No, no, but the last Guardian was. Yeah, go on, go on, say it. It's fucking a true. No, go on, go on, just go on. Hey, <laughs> you, you dare, you blaspheme. Um, <laughs> he and his team. Um, when 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 uh last Guardian came out, um, he did an interview. I do not remember for life of me who or where it was. It was that was a while ago when that game came out. Just um, his voice is vaporware. Yeah, he he said, uh, like, and one of the one of the questions the interview asked him was, "What are you going to do now?" <laughs> and the first thing he said is, "I'm going to have a break." Um, <laughs> yeah, cause, sure. Yeah, because you know he's been working on Last Guardian for something like eight or ten years or something. Um, so, uh, but then he said he wants to try something new. Um, I don't think he wants to go back to the Shadow of the Colossus universe. Um. And we, I don't think we're going to see this, but he weirdly expressed interest in developing a first-person shooter. No, okay, <laughs> fair enough. So I, I have no idea um, what he's going to do next, but I'm very, very curious to see what it will be. If it is, I hope to and pray that he gets his button map 
mappings accordingly right because the fact that a triangle button was a jump button in the last guardian abysmal just abysmal what the hell um shadow of the Colossus had the same thing yeah that's right it did yeah and that game is perfect <gasps> that is the best game ever made oh my god not the remake uh the remake had options to go back to the old control scheme yeah, if it you did. yeah yeah it did, it did. yeah um but I hope, look, I do hope that, uh, I do wish to the best, but look, The Last Guardian was nothing to write home about, honestly. It was, it, it was. Oh, I love that game. Dude, it was overhyped. Like, really, honestly, everybody was asking where it was. And when it finally ca- launched and when it landed, people were like, we waited decades, we waited over a decade for this. Duke Nukem Forever transpired before this game actually you know, launched. Yeah, but, but that game is objectively bad. Oh, whereas yeah, The Last terrible. Guardian is only bad to most people. Um, <laughs> not to me. <laughs> not not to me. I I love that game with my whole heart. And I think about that game frequently. And I have the book and I have the vinyl. Okay. All right. Tr- I will admit and, there, and are, the statue. there are aesthetics that are perfect in that game. Absolutely perfect. Music, beautiful. Graphic, graphical fidelity, gorgeous. Gameplay. Animation. Uh, animation. No. No, no, no. What? No, no. What? No. What? <laughs> okay. Some some animation. Beautiful. Some jank as fuck. That's physics-based animation. Game sucks. Anyway. <laughs> um, another safe bet. Uh, we're going to get another Horizon trailer. Um, they're really double. They're doubling down on Horizon right now. And there is no way that they wouldn't come to this state of play without any more Horizon to throw at us. Like if I, and this is the one where I say, stop showing us Horizon. We don't want to see any more of it, you know. But it's gonna happen. This is this is the one that makes this yeah. is the this is the stop showing me bullshit prediction. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, this is the one. So th- there's definitely gonna be uh, more Horizon. Um, at least I feel. Uh, that they're going to give us an extended, another extended look as if we didn't see enough from the whole Horizon State of Play earlier on, but they want to sell more copies of the game, so, yeah. And this will be, like, a big story trailer and, you know, we'll, like, we'll learn characters' names and stuff in this trailer, Correct. right? Like, yeah. this will be a, a, a really in-depth one. Yeah. I'll give, I'll give you... I'll, I'll hand it off to you for the next one. Final Fantasy sixteen. I reckon we, we might see it. I reckon we'll get a we'll get a some form of an update on like how it's looking. We might get a release window, twenty twenty two. Sure, this is not a put your pie in the sky, mate. Because I tell you something, that game's not coming out for another five years. <laughs> I I reckon it, I reckon it will only because Nomura is not involved in any form, <laughs> and the people that are in charge of that game actually know how to release a game. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I I have more faith that this game actually coming out in the state that it currently is in. Mm. Um. So I, I have, I, I, if you think my pie in the sky, you're going to have my actual pie in the my sky. My God. <laughs> I don't, look. Um, Sean Layden's going to come back and take control. Good. <laughs> now, look, that's actually cool. Um, if, if this is real, I'm excited. I liked Final Fantasy 15. I know that it, was, it, was, it had a mixed reception. Some people weren't like, oh, this is real Final Fantasy. Um, yeah, it didn't. But you guys are all all used to Final Fantasy fourteen, and you know it's free. It's uh, free to play until level whatever the fuck. Um, 
you know, yeah, level, level sixty, Heavensward, and, and but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> buy the shirt, <laughs> it, but it's 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 this is for me like when Final Fantasy fifteen came out, it was a homecoming because I was ready to just be like, I've had enough of this MMO bullshit. Stop it. I don't want to. I, I, they better not do it for Final Fantasy uh, fifteen. Final Fantasy sixteen looks fantastic. Um, they should cancel whatever the fuck Team Ninja are working on because that's just abysmal. <laughs> <laughs> and focus on sixteen and get it out on time. So yeah, I mean I'm excited. So that that is a good prediction. I like that. Like I'm, I'm not saying we're going to get any announcement on release dates or anything. I think we'll just we'll, we'll see some more. I praise your. Uh, disregard for throwing caution to the wind, sir, and just you know, going uh, guns blazing into these predictions. Um, and you're going to walk away empty-handed, <laughs> probably. <laughs> no, I, I, but, I still believe the, it, the blue point one's actually on point. So it wouldn't be a state of play without a little bit of disappointment. <laughs> um, I got another safe bet, really one, okay. a really big one, uh, which is the Last of Us Part Two will get a PS5 upgrade. Um, and you know, they'll announce it here, frame rate, graphics, um, it'll be, uh, dual sense, haptic feedback, upgrade to it. We'll get the whole shebanger. Um, and I reckon it's going to be just as sweet to replay it because I know that a lot of people, like we, we've discussed this, uh, you weren't too hot on the title, uh, and its narrative, um, for me. And I will still replay it probably. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. The first part is untouchable. Part two has its its flaws within its plot. It has definite plot holes. Uh, but the gameplay is excellent. Like, yeah. it's exemplary. And I don't want to miss out on an up, like this, this kind of upgrade if, if, if it does eventuate. But I believe that The Last of Us Part Two will get the PS5 treatment. Does that include an announcement of whatever their online multiplayer is? Yeah, potentially factions royale or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Potentially, potentially. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go into the pine the skies. We got two each. Go for it, Jez. Episcape by Team SOG. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, go. All right. Give, Why? Give Why? Because because. <laughs> What what better matches could ever be made in heaven? Like Team Asobi are so good. We've seen how good their platforming is. I've seen how that, how cute they can make their games. How how really gorgeous they can make their games. Um, they've got that childlike wonder in that platform that would really really fit with an Ape Escape um coat of paint on it. Like That's true. If places you want to go back to some of their old properties, like this would be like a, the easiest home run mm-hmm. for old school <clears throat> Escape fans and fans of just platformers in general, um, and fans of like whimsical, jokey games, like all of the little, um, the little vignettes that they had in all throughout, um, uh, Astro's Playroom, um, for all the different PlayStation mascots, like that's like that's what Escape is full of already. Yeah. So I think, reckon it would just fit. Do you think this contradicts though your statement of PlayStation developing smaller party titles? I guess in a way, like these smaller uh, action adventure titles that 
really won't um, kind of make a large return investment uh, for the company? Do you think that this is like, yeah, it's a pie in the sky that I'm throwing out there into the universe, but will never eventuate? I th- I think this could actually genuinely happen, and I think that's because the the size of Asobi seems to fit that, mm. and that's because they like gutted everything that was around Asobi. That's true. Um, so like, there's like the scale of the kind of game Asobi can make is yeah. now limited to um the decisions that PlayStation have made, mm. and they're not they're not going to get them to make a a Returnal or a you know or like <laughs> a Last of Us or whatever. No, definitely um, not. Because that's and that's all they're good at, and that's all they've been hiring about. They've been hiring for more um, platformer and three D artists, so like they will be expanding. But I, I think this would be a, a good easy fit for them. So my one, my first yep. one, yep. And I've harped on this for ages on Operation PlayStation, but I think that yeah. Anyway, I want to see Cole McGrath back in Infamous. So Infamous three. Three, not, not three. second son, not third, first third son. <laughs> the third son, yeah. Infamous three, the direct okay. sequel from number two. Yes, we've had some story, we've had some narrative progression that occurred within second son, but it can be easily retconned for three. Yeah, I've played those games in like 10 years. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. because there were two timelines in that, sorry, there were two, there were two pathways you could take that essentially made two timelines. I want to see what happens in the alternate universe. And I want to know if, but then again, we, there was very obscure endings to both that's, that suggested that we could see Cole return in either or, or. So I want to see infamous three. I want infamous three. I want Cole McGrath back as a protagonist. The stories were excellent, excellent games. Uh, th- sorry, yeah, the story's made for excellent games. Gameplay was phenomenal on PlayStation 3 uh, yeah, for, for an open-world, sandboxy uh, kind of title. Um, traversal action, it, it was some of the best at the time. It really kind of put... It really put itself in the same vein as, like, an Uncharted at the time. So At the time, yeah. It yeah. was really, really hot at the time. Yeah. So... I want to see Infamous 3. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm. Yes. No, I, I would like another Infamous. Okay. I, I, have, no, I have no attachment to Cole McGrath. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I have absolutely no attachment to him. I would like another one. Um, give me another one set in, in a location that a game has barely been set in. Give me, yeah. give me, okay, give me Australian Infamous. Oh, my God. <laughs> You mean so, Infamous in the middle of Melbourne? So the two cities, obviously, that Infamous was set in are completely fictional. Empire City and New Marais. They're both based on New York and uh, I can't remember where New Marais was New set. Orleans. New Orleans, thank you. Yeah. So it really is. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we'll ever see any any part of Infamous that, or mainline Infamous that is set in, within the real world. I mean, yeah, Second Son is set in Seattle. Um, which which is a very much a juxtaposed to what they their intention was within the first two, uh, to, yeah. to actually have uh, and a story of actually a funny story just came out that um, Last of Us two devs actually borrowed assets from Infamous Second Son so that they could uh, rebuild uh, Seattle 
within oh, really? Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, yeah. I was I was reading it last <laughs> night, I think, and um, I was like, Funny. oh, that's pretty cool. And they were like, look, we're not lifting them. We're not going to just chuck them in the game, but we would love to have a look and get a feel. And they were like, and uh, apparently, uh, uh, Christoph Balestra over at uh, Sucker Punch was like, oh, sorry, at Naughty Dog was like, can we have them? And then Nate Fox was like, sure. So right. yeah, very cool. very interesting. Yeah, very interesting read. But yeah, so I want to say it. I, I think that would I think Infamous would be a good like hey look what the PS5 can do with like all the lights and all the ray tracing right you know it would look really good definitely um, but yeah, it give uh, Spider Man a run for its money oh well, yeah, yeah yeah absolutely so what was his second pie in the sky you're gonna laugh okay and it's because it's very funny oh, um, good. PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale Two <laughs> oh, God. And there is there is two reasons why I think now is the time to return to Sony Smash Brothers. Why? Because they have more and more interesting mascots than ever. Right. When when the PS3 version of that game came out, it was like you know the Bioshock, and yeah, you know there was Evil Cole and Good Cole were two different characters because they were low on rosters, right? Do um, you, you think it's because they're more open to? Um to you know, uh, asking for third parties to include their characters, like uh, Crash Bandicoot, for example. No, I actually think it's just because they now, I reckon now they would have even less first party, uh, less third party than ever. Wow. Uh, I think it would be only first party stuff. That's um, interesting. So I think it would be you know Aloy, mm. um, Joel from Last of Us, or Abby and Ellie. Um, you could have the Astrobots. Uh, you can have you know new Ratchet and Clank, obviously. You could have other PlayStation mascots. Um, new Kratos with beard. Um, Knack. Knack. Yes. <laughs> you yes, could have Knack. Yes. Yeah. His time finally. Um, yeah. The the other main reason I think it would now be a great idea is because they have designed Astrobot versions of all the characters, and that they can add those all as skins that's for true. every character in that game Jesus and Christ. that's enough for me <clears throat> so that's actually a really good one I like that I do like that idea very much a pie in the sky though I don't think yeah, we're ever never gonna, gonna happen never in my life are we gonna get another one of those fucking games no and I, I and the reason uh, let's, let's be frank here the reason that is is Vita's dead and a lot of more people were playing that on the Vita rather than the PS3 yeah um and you know what? It it, it forced play, uh, so it forced Nintendo's hand at the time to say, "Let's release Smash Brothers for 3DS," and they did it. Um, so <clears throat> look, I'd say um, it's not a bad idea to contemplate for them to kind of brainstorm it. Will it happen? Not under Jim Ryan's guide. No, <laughs> no, no. All right, my final. It's your final one, man. My final, final, final one, and. Uh, I, I said this because uh, this one kind of has been alluded to a little bit. Twisted Metal. Yeah. So the reason I say that is because... Um, so a couple of months back, uh, Jaffe was on Colin Moriarty's uh, podcast and brought it up and yeah. basically said, oh, I'd love to, love to do another Twisted Metal. Then there were a few tweets that he put out that suggested that the guy was like, oh, you know, just doing some silly drafts of games and stuff. 
I think it's Twisted Metal. And I but know it's a Jaffy's, pie in the sky, but... Jaffy's also poison, though. No he one is, wants to yeah. touch him. Nobody like, wants to work with him at the moment. No. <laughs> I, like, I... That's a... It is a far-fetched a one. But that's a pie on the moon. <laughs> Look, I am I am not against the bloke making games. Um, Swiss Metal has a legacy within PlayStation. I am more or less against him working with people <laughs> because he doesn't know how to. Yeah, he's socially inept. Just putting it yeah, out there, and. He- have a look at his Twitter. It's just like a, a a nightmare of like bad opinions. Yeah, right, right wing shit that just yeah should stay in the bin. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's one of those things now where I sit here and go, do I really want to see Twisted Metal back? I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not against it. I'm not for it. Um, will it eventuate? Probably not. Let's chuck that down because I've seen a few things. But again, more or less. Uh, it could eventuate, like just based on some of the things that he's tweeted. So, they it, hey, look, PlayStation. If they see money, can yeah, happen. that's the thing. Yeah, mm. I, I don't know if I'm not quite sure if Twisted Metal is money, but maybe they put the Sweet Tooth car in. Grand but that's Theory what I mean. 7. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, they can. Sony can do it without Jaffe's uh, permission. Yep. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. So, uh, as I alluded to before, we began this. Um, I have been in contact with the source. Um, with uh, actually a few sources, a couple of sources, uh, in regards to uh, a few uh, potential leaks. So, if you don't want to get spoiled by what we're about to announce here, there'll be like a, a timestamp somewhere in the description uh, that you can skip to. But uh, what I'm about to say may actually potentially spoil the state of play in some way if these are real. We don't know how many, how much of this is bullshit, as I've been told, but um. Th- I don't know, man. These, these, some of these. I know. I, I discussed them with you as well. Uh, whether these were going to eventuate or not, and we were both like, hmm, "There's some pessimism mm. here." Yeah. Um. So I'll go. I'll read them through, and then I'll get. I'll get your thoughts. So, um. Full disclosure. Once again, I am good friends with Nick Baker of Xbox Era, co-founder of Xbox Era, and I had a discussion with him earlier this week. Uh, in regards to what could eventuate uh, at the state of play. Um, and, you know, he is in direct line with uh, people like Jeff Grubb and, you know, uh, everybody else. So, um, yeah, I had this discussion with him. I said, so what's happening? And he go, and he, t- he told me, he goes, God of War is confirmed. Like, that's happening. And uh, the infamous intellectual property is being used and could potentially be shown off as state of play. Yeah, Infamous got me excited. God of War, I that and like I said here in my prediction, kind of knew that it was going to happen. Um, so he gave me those two tidbits uh, of information, um, and we'll have Nick on the show in the future as well, and he can uh, talk to us about other stuff that he might know or anything. Uh, but uh, in terms of other potential spoilers that have been given by uh, other sources within the industry. Um, Spider-Man 2 is one of them. Um, you, uh, One of your predictions here is uh, Bluepoint. The Bluepoint acquisition will be announced. Um, 
And like you said, the, the the fact that they would announce that they'd have to have a game there, so that I would... You would expect. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and a lot of people like pointing to Metal Gear as well, so... Um, but I haven't got written here because that nothing was nothing was said. Um, and this one's interesting because a tweet popped up on PlayStation Australia's account yesterday of Resistance and Sucker Punch have been retweeting a lot of Resistance stuff lately. And this uh, this was told to me days before that started happening, uh, which was the Resistance Remastered Collection. And you think Sucker Punch are doing it? Uh, no, 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 no. So I asked Nick about Infamous and whether Sucker Punch are doing it. Um, and he can't, he can't de- confirm or deny that Sucker Punch are doing it. So, right. so, so why, are, why are Sucker Punch retweeting Infamous stuff? Uh, what did you mean, Insomniac? No, sorry, Insomniac, we're, sorry, uh, I got my confused here. Insomniac, we're doing right. uh, resistance stuff, sorry. Right. Um, yeah, the fact that uh, Insomniac are retweeting Resistance stuff all of a sudden, and PlayStation retweeted uh, Resistance yesterday, this Resistance remaster collection is starting to look more and more likely. The question is why? <laughs> That's a great question. Because, let, 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 look, Resistance was great then. Not, not, not that crash hot now. Yeah, they're not like... They're not loved games. No. Like, well, I, I would sooner point to... I wouldn't say not loved. Uh, I'd say not renowned. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, Beloved. I, I, would, I would sooner point to uh, Insomniac doing a uh, Sunset Overdrive 2. You think they have more and more like... Well, see, this is, the weird, yeah. this is the weird thing, right? The fact that Spider-Man 2 is on this list. Yeah, right? How, like, we, and, we just like, came off the bat of Miles, Miles Morales. I could see a logo. I could see like a like an announcement, you know, quick CG, you know, 30 second trailer. I could I could see that. They seem to be pumping out games real quick. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I honestly would have said that Miles Morales coming out was just off the back of Spider-Man. Um mm. so like I, I I can see them just knowing what they're doing. Um and you know, have a slight concern for the health and well-being of the folks over there. But they, you know, they seem it seems to be good over there. So it's like, who knows? Um, I, I I could see a logo. I could see like a title reveal. Um, and that's it. So why would they be? Why would they try to try to be pimping Spider-Man Two and Resistance Resistance at the same showcase? If like, it's one of those things that just kind of muddies the water a little bit. I understand that they would want to get as much out as possible. But Spider-Man would steal Resistance Thunder in a heartbeat. I, I, I don't think we're seeing Resistance, only because I don't think it's popular enough or okay. um, it has the potential enough to be really, really big for them. Um, and I, I, So like, can you explain Insom- the tweets? <laughs> like, Insomniac social media seems to quite enjoy the legacy of that company. I can yeah. see them just doing it for the love of resistance. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I but like, I don't know. Yeah. What is it? What does a resistance? Um, you know, remake bring to the table? Like Absolutely the the future nothing. of resistance four. Like, do, do people want that? I don't care. Yeah. I know there are some people out there who still play oh, Resistance sure. to this day, and it's like, yeah, 
power to them. Yeah, but it's not it's not something that's mar- like marketable in the sense that is going to be of value to PlayStation. Like they would sooner do Killzone than Resistance, right? Like that one was was a much bigger hit for them, <laughs> and that's dead. <laughs> yeah, can't go to the website anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I don't know. So, look, honestly, when I was told when I was told much of this, I was already kind of like God of War is happening for sure. Yeah. Infamous yeah. is, yeah. I just Infamous Could is one it. that you know, just I can't I can't see happening yet. Because they right, just okay. put out Ghost. Mm. Um, so what's Studio Bend working on? Could could Bend be working on one of these? I could see I could see Bend doing uh doing an infamous collection or a, I mean like so is the rumor that they're working on that Last of Us remake? So, oh. Yes. is that what they're working on, or is that a Naughty Dog thing? I think that's I think that's still Naughty Dog. I don't remember. I I always get mixed up because because ben I know that they do on, yeah. On, Sony San Diego Uncharted. No, no. Sony Sony San Diego. Well, no, wait. There's a San Diego studio, an unnamed San Diego studio, under PlayStation right now. That's newly formed. It's a secret yeah. one that is apparently working on Uncharted. Yeah. Right. So they haven't named it or anything. But the thing is, oh man see Ben could be Ben could definitely be working on Infamous but the thing is mm. they they might not be working on a brand new Infamous they might be working on a remaster for 1 and 2 yeah maybe would it be a remake I like you know soft reboot I'd be excited regardless because I like Infamous so is there anything yeah, I, yeah sorry I'd be on. down for it is no, there, like, yeah I'm is there anything I, out of this that uh, you kind of go wow that's that's actually it got me excited or it's it, it's a lot of known quantities yeah. um and and that's often because a lot of leaks don't report much on new ip yeah um and that's because like there's not a whole lot like no one really gains from anybody reporting on new ip no apart from like hey studio x is working on game y and everyone's like okay cool but like there's no like well there's there's no new ips on here it's it's all Sure, totally, and and yeah. more often than not, that's that that's because that stuff doesn't always get leaked. But also, like people are less likely to leak that stuff because all it does is sort of make a make make a big deal about something that we don't actually know anything about. Yeah, it's like hey, uh, new IP is getting leaked. It's like okay, cool. We don't know yeah. whether it's going to be sh- hot trash yeah. or yeah, next like game that, of the year. Exactly right. So, um, and there's no there's no third party stuff. Like in any of those leaks as well, which there will be third party stuff there. Yeah. Whether it's like like I was I was um thinking earlier what third party stuff could they show and like maybe like that Gollum game that's supposed to be coming out. Oh yeah. Because Warner Brothers have got their DC stuff. Oh soon, Gotham so Knights is probably gonna be there, isn't it? Well, like DC have got a showcase really soon, so I feel like it's gonna be saved for that. Oh good. Because the game looks like hot trash. But yeah, please go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not really into it either. Um so like maybe we'll see the Gollum game. I'm assuming we'll get another trailer for Kina, yeah. um, and a couple of other random bits here and there from other like smaller studios. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a lot of known quantities, a lot of sequels or remakes of of IP of old. Um, I'm okay so, with that though. Like I, I am too, but I I want to see like a really new take on something I've never seen. Like uh, give me give me a big PlayStation flair of 
you know, give me the the um, Horizon Zero Dawn reveal trailer. Mm. Um, like that was so exciting to see something brand new from a studio that I didn't expect to see something like that from. Mm. Um, turned out to be one of my favorite games of that year, right? Sure. Like, so give me like a give me something to look forward to, and don't give me any more Death Stranding. <laughs> All right, Jez, it is time for the drop. Uh, let's get into what PlayStation have for the next two weeks. Yeah, so day of recording, September 7th, we have Sonic Colors Ultimate on PlayStation 4, mm-hmm. uh, which, uh, yes, and so we have uh, Fist Forge in the Shadow Touch, PS4, PS5, September 7th as well. Mm-hmm. We have Struggling PS4 on September 8th. Yep. Ultra Age, PS4, September 9th, as well as Blood Rain, Betrayal, Fresh Bites on PS4 and PS5. Life is Strange, True Colors, PS4, PS5, September 10th, as well as Tales of Arise on PS4 and PS5. You can catch the review of that game over at Press Start later in the week. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. No worries. (laughs) I got you, man. Lost in Random, PS4, PS5, September 10th, as well. Um, and including NBA 2K 2022 on PS4 and PS5. Deathloop, September 14th, PS5 exclusive, the final exclusive to ever exist <laughs> <laughs> on that PlayStation are going to release uh, September 14th. Origami 2, PS4, PS5, September 17th. Toem, PS5, September 17th. Nexomon, PS4, PS5, September 17th. Tales of Iron, PS4, PS5, September 17th. World War Z Aftermath PS4 September 21st and Kena Bridge of Spirits PS4 PS5 also September 21st. Stacked, stacked, stacked. Uh, by the that way, there's a lot of games. You can catch the reviews of Sonic Colors Ultimate and Tales of Rise on dashgamer.com. Not press start. Um. <laughs> You said press start. Fuck, man. So I've been um, reading a lot of press start lately. Hey, we both have, man. Um, but um, yeah, no, man. It's <laughs> gonna be. It's a stacked. It's a stacked week. Can you believe that Deathloop is here next week? Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day because, like, we were considering for game spoilers, and I was like, "What's that in like two months?" Yeah, and like, no, it's out like later on this week. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, man. Um, we'll definitely have a review of that as well. I've been talking to the guys at Bethesda, um, so we'll be uh, getting a review copy of that one. And um, one of my freelancers, Mark, is going to be reviewing that one, so that'll be interesting. The one that I'm in, um, very wasn't Kenneth Bridges Spirits pushed to next year though. That's what I thought, but I couldn't find anything about it. Am mm. I like because I was on a wavelength as well that that got pushed back? I like I. I'm going. I'm going to the official PlayStation page. No, here yeah. it is. Pre-order release date twenty-first uh, of September, twenty twenty-one. Why did we both think that? I guess that I know that it was supposed to be out already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty-fourth of August is when it was supposed to be out. So maybe we were both like we got our wires crossed here and probably thought of Horizon. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, now Ken- Man is so close as well. I definitely want to play that. Um. We'll have yep. to get yep, in same. contact with PlayStation. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's the drop for the next couple of weeks, man. Looks like a stacked week. What is that one? Was, you know which one makes me laugh, though? Blood Rain Betrayal. Uh, fresh Bites. Sounds tasty. Fresh Bites. Yeah, Sounds right. delicious. <laughs> we were also just discussing Sonic Colors before the show as well and how uh, jank it's been on uh, opposing platforms. Uh, it's like, it is real... 
one of those versions of that game is real funky. And if you're curious, you should have a look on Twitter at look at those clips of it. Because holy moly, it is coming in pretty hot. <laughs> oh, man. So we were reviewing that as well. But on PS5, uh, Mark is uh, reviewing it right now. So that review will be up later this week. It'll be exciting to hear what he thinks about that. But guys... If you didn't know, this has been Operation PlayStation, dashgamer.com's dedicated PlayStation podcast, where we dive deep and dirty and discover what the latest and greatest PlayStation have to offer in 2021. You can follow Mr. Jeremy Bradetich on Twitter at, let's hope he gets the right hand up here, Obi-Wan-Jez. No. You can follow myself on Twitter at dashgamer. <laughs> Don't forget to follow the show over. You see me the uh, flipped flipped around on Discord. That's why. Don't forget to follow the show. So so it's the other hand. See this. Yeah, see what I'm doing? This, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Don't okay. forget to follow the show over on. Or you can just do this if you want over on SoundCloud. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Almost close. Sound, uh, oh my god! I said SoundCloud, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. And Spotify, give us those cheeky five-star ratings. They surely help us out. And also catch the VOD over on dashgamer.com and on YouTube. Subscribe, hit that bell, give us a like, leave us a comment, make us your number one PlayStation destination in Australia. Jez, another banger of an episode, dude. Absolutely. It has been an absolute pleasure. Ah, mate. I can't wait. Uh, To we talk again actually this Friday. And for everybody mm. here this Saturday, our thoughts. So make sure you are following us. Subscribe right here. We will be back this Saturday. Um, but until then, this operation is complete. Dashgamer.com.